Crone's getting a split. Mizzy in front of the 100. Crone goes up the inside and Crone takes the lead in the Kilmore. Crone draws clean out from Mizzy. It's a Queensland victory. Crone beat Mizzy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Mock Sports Presents the Quaddy Potty. My name is Mitchell Cashmore, and as always, I'm joined by my friend, my foe, Nick Holland. How are you, brother? I'm very good today. Very excited for this weekend. Not a good couple of races with two group ones this weekend. So it's just getting even better as we progress through spring. Oh, it's huge. Spring is certainly in the air. It's starting to pick up. I think uh, this is, is last week was the last week that we only had... Uh, one group one for the rest of the spring. I'm pretty sure there's multiple group ones until the end of November. So I am absolutely pumped to the max. Um, but last week, mentioning that, absolute carnage for favourite backers, wasn't it? You had Ayrton, Artorias, Ingratiating, Instant Celebrity. The list goes on and on. They all went down. And punters everywhere were throwing out their bet slips. They were uh, they were crying. They were eating noodles for dinner, that's for sure, because a lot of multis went down at Flemington. But um, if you were on Incentivize in the Group 1, you would have gotten up, proved to everyone it can hang with the big boys, can go on and hopefully win a Caulfield Cup, maybe even a Melbourne Cup. So what did you think of that run, Nick? I want to get your thoughts. I was really against Incentivize before when looking at the thing, but honestly... Proved me wrong and ran a great race. Mawanga was pretty decent. Obviously, my horse um, got scratched. So mm-hmm. I changed into Mawanga the day of, the morning of. So, yes. but yeah, very, very, very good to see from Incentivize. Um, should be very promising to see the future of that horse come through. Yeah, that's for sure. But um, yeah, overall, I think last weekend's racing was just a real good reminder to everyone just how competitive spring racing is. You know, um, I think having the best form line just isn't enough when it comes to spring. You've got to be ready to rock up on the day, run your best every time, make sure your jockey's able to ride it to the best, get the brakes within the field, have the, the best weather conditions for you. Otherwise, you know, there are competitors that are good enough to pounce on you. You know, this isn't the winter carnival. This isn't the summer carnival where horses can come out and just get easy victories. If you're running in a Saturday Metropolitan race card in the spring, there's a whole field of horses that can catch you if you slip up. So um, hopefully we can bounce back, find some more winners this week. And uh, yeah, let's get into the tips, Nick. Nicholas, my friend, are you tired of the big bookies keeping you down? Yes, I am. Well, what if I told you there was an Aussie-owned bookie out there and they would keep your best interests at heart? You're kidding. There can't be. Well, with PlayUp, you can get access to some of the best quality customer service that I have ever seen from a bookie. Don't tell me there's a link in our Instagram bio to sign up with. Oh, you bet there is, Nico. Head to the show notes or in the link in our Instagram bio and you can sign up with PlayUp today and you can start getting access to not only amazing customer service, but also a wide range of incredible weekly promotions and offers. Tell them we sent you and they will look after you unlike the big bookies. All right, Group 1 Racing is back at Randwick this Saturday. It's going to be George Main Stakes Day. And uh, so the weather in Sydney is fine at the moment. The track's currently at a soft seven because we've had a bit of rainfall this week. And uh, I'm thinking that it's probably going to be either a uh, soft six or soft five to start the day and probably going to get upgraded throughout the day. So 
we'll either play out the whole day on a soft-ish track or it'll eventually get to a good track, I think, later in the day. Just depends how the weather holds up. And interestingly, the rail, that's what I want to talk about here. It's out seven metres from the 1,600-metre mark to the winning post, out four metres for the remainder. So you certainly have to watch those leaders. However, like I said, the track's a little soft, so it'll probably certainly open up the racing as uh, horses might tend to stick away from the rail this time, you know. Normally when the rail's out this far, they want to just grab that rail and ride it all the way. We just have to... Uh, Keep an eye on how the races play out. It might get towards the outer fence towards the end of the day if the uh, the rail gets all chopped up. And also something to note is a southerly tailwind down the straights is being predicted. So another thing that could be, um, potentially benefit the leaders is uh, if uh, they get the good jump, they could just run into that wind and take off and nobody will be able to catch it. So uh, we go into the tips race one. At a thousand meter mark of the highway, uh, Nadraja, Nikki Tricks, and what you looking at going to be the ones to roll forward here. Nadraja has uh, has to be the massive danger here, considering two dollars seventy price tag as well as some dominating form. Last start being six length win in Scone, so you've got to respect that. Has the third barrier and should take commanding lead, and will be certainly hard to chase down. However, Nick, I'm going to side with Leo, a horse that you might remember. We were in attendance for its win back here in, I think it was February. It uh, won at this grade while we are in attendance on the same track conditions. So I think that reads nicely for it. I think, um, yeah, when we were there, it settled just off the leaders and then stormed past the pack at the end there and grabbed it by just the nose. So I think if it does that again, should hopefully get its nose in front. And, I mean, if you go through its form lines, it's it's come through races that's combined for 18 winners its last few starts. So if it can beat a field that's produced so many winners, surely it can get up here again. So $9 to win and $2.90 to place each way seems to be a pretty price on, a, on the horse layer that we seem to be very familiar with. So hopefully it wins for us again. Yeah, it's a pretty hard one to pick, to be honest. Um, I'm going to go with Nikki's Tricks. Decent last prep, uh, pretty good win in the last trial two weeks ago, winning by a whopping seven lengths. Um, so my money Ooh. has to be with her at $8 for the win and $2.60 for the place. Lovely. Race two at the 1,600 metres. Similar field to the last two weeks and the two weeks before that, the last race of the cards, with most of the field being the same. Big Boy Roy is the deserved favourite here at $3.90 and is probably the best chance in this race. Three races this prep with two placing and one fourth place should be peaking for this race and will be hard to beat. Claudia is the other listed favorite at the moment, but I really don't agree with the bookies here. However, the last win was impressive to see a $20 horse beat a good horse in Yee Yee. I don't see much form other than that. Fifth, seventh, and another fifth before that just doesn't give me a reason to think it should be at the short price $3.90. Deserves to be probably around the $8 mark, I reckon, but I Again, the $3.90 seems to be way unders for me, and I don't think it would be a good bet at the price, so I'll be staying away. Mm. Cisco Bay is another one to throw in the mix. Decent run the last couple of starts. However, always thereabouts near the end. Likes a soft track and is better suited to these condition conditions. Definitely backable if a little bit more rain drops down on race day. However, unlikely. Other than that, I would probably stay away. Big boy Roy seems to be the winner here for me. Definitely the best horse in this race. Just a matter of whether he can get it done. J-Mac on board seems pretty good to me at $3.90.
Uh, lovely, lovely, lovely. Um, Nick, I pose a question to you. Do I want to go down the Cisco Bay well again? Um, I'll be honest. I really do feel like it. I really want to because you know how much I like that horse. Um, like you said, rain comes down. It can definitely get it done. But uh, seriously, a back marker on this track with the rail out so far, it, it's going to have to take a really good horse to do it. And there's a couple sniffing around that can, not sure if Cisco Bay can do it in the dry um, if it ends up firming up that way. But, you know, last start, it ran real good, came home well, but was given no chance to win. 15 lengths off the pace. Only chance it's going to have on Saturday is if the jockey takes it further and um, gets it nice and close to the pack. But uh, I'm ju I just can't confidently back it. So my money's going to be on Big Boy Roy. You said that it was the deserved favourite. Always runs a strong race, draws the rails here. So I think it should be hard to chase down out in front. Big Boy Roy at the $3.90 place to win for me. Race three, 1,600 metres. Uh, I'm thinking big surprise and tampering up the front here in what could be a fast tempo if they pull away. I think tampering has the chops to go all the way here. Last start, led and just got nabbed in the final 100. So the reduction in the distance by 200 metres will certainly help it, in my opinion. Plus, the, uh, the form reads really nicely, I reckon. It's beaten a few of the uh, horses running around in this race. And it's, always, it's also beaten Always Sure, who, of course, beat Love Planet in an upset victory at the track a few weeks back. So I think $8 to win and $2.80 to place is a great each-way bet to have on tampering. That'll be my bet. Not bad, yeah. I'm going to go with Magella again. Didn't get the lock two starts back and almost chased down the, the winner on the Kensington track last start. Pretty decent odds at $10 and $3.30 for a place. So I reckon that's a pretty good each-way bet for the third race. Heading to the fourth here at the 1,400 metres. I'm just going to keep this one pretty simple. It's a big field and a hard one to pick from again. I'm going to go with high supremacy. Two trials in August running uh, decently, but nothing too impressive, however, behind Giannis and the other between Mars Crusader. First up for this race, and then will probably be my tip for the fourth at $9.50 and $3.10 for a place. Lovely. You mentioned Giannis. Shout out to Giannis. Finally got the win. We're big fans of... Uh... Him, shout out to Bailey Jones. He'll be very happy, jump for joy that Giannis finally got its win last weekend. But um, for my tip, I would have been on Rustic Steel. It's a great horse, but Barrier 19, don't think it's going to be able to uh, get all the way across from there. So I'm going to instead be on Super Effort. Was with it a few weeks back when it came second for us, and the only reason it didn't win, in my opinion, was the fact that it was carrying eight kilograms more than the winner. So it drops back in weight, which will certainly help it. Hopefully it runs just off the pace and takes over in the final 400 metres for the win. I believe it is $5.50 at the moment. Excellent price to have for super effort. All right. Race 5, 1,400 metres. Matt reads as Archimedes, Man of Peace and Harmony Rose to go forward with my tip Private Eye to come off the back. I've tipped Private Eye here every start this campaign, and I'm happy to be with it again despite the fact that it's a back marker. Like I said, Backmarkers could have an issue making up the pace here today, um, but I think it has the turn of foot to make up for that. Um, it just needs to settle close to the pack. Similar to Cisco Bay a couple of weeks ago, Privatized last start was given no chance to win. Uh, Jay Ford was on it, took him 12 lengths back from the pace. That's a lot of ground to cover in such a short amount of time. Uh, so the leaders, they just tore away from him and he couldn't chase him down. 
but I think it was real brave. Still finished just two lengths off the um off the winner. So I think five dollars to win here is good enough for me. Private Eye to bounce back and run from the back. Five dollars for me. Yeah, it's gonna be Arameo for me. The second place behind Zaki. It says 1.5 lengths, but it probably would have been almost four because J Mac held Zaki back a little bit. Um However, trialed pretty well behind that with a before that, sorry, with a win over shared ambition by one length at $8.50 and $2.70 for a place is a pretty good tip. Race six at the 1400 meters. Four moves ahead is one of our favorites at $4.40. Good horse, third place, first up, and fifth, second up. We'll be in the mix. Not too sure what I think. Not really too big of a fan of four moves ahead haven't really backed it in any one of its preps really and i'm not too not too fussed with it here again i'm going to forgive she's all class here it wasn't too far from the winners two weeks back and seems to be a better chance here second up resuming fit up this start and i reckon j mac will get her going the right way at four dollars forty yeah took the words straight out of my mouth j mac will a combo again she's all class they are after the last start said, don't sack her, stay on her. She will bounce back. I'll take their word for it. $4.40 to win on She's All Class for me as well, Nick. We skip race seven for the tip off. So we get into race eight at the 1100 meters. Uh, very, very good field and probably the race I'm most excited for this weekend away from the group ones. Uh, Nature Strip, obviously a clear favorite after last fortnight's absolute jog. Will only be fitter for this start at $2.35. Also read what we posted on Instagram was that Waller has come out and said that he's going to give Nature Strip a bit of a rest before yes. the Everest. Yep. One month um, rest. So I think it was four weeks, was it? Yeah, four weeks rest. This is its last start before the Everest. Yeah, so that's, that's huge here. So it's, it's taken a bit of confidence away from me, to be honest but I'm still going to be getting into it a little bit. I'll talk about that in a bit. Eduardo, brilliant last prep, three trials with almost three wins, one of them being six days ago. So should be pretty fit for this one and a pretty decent horse, has a chance, and the soft track helps. G-Trash, third in the Everest, obviously there's the there's Foreman itself. Uh, beat Nature Strip last year in the Concord, resuming this year, hasn't given much performance, and my money just can't be with G-Trash. Mars Crusader, pretty decent win first up and showed why he's a real chance for the Everest. Should be in the placings, but my money just can't be there again. My money's obviously going to be with Nature Strip here. How can you not have money on Nature Strip after the last fresh start where he absolutely jogged it in? $2.35 for this horse. And with the soft track, it just gets his toe in even more and really dig in. I reckon it's going to be a good win for him again here and then have his good rest for the Everest where he's going to win that as well. So that'll be my tip for the eighth. Oh, I asked you this last time you ran. How confident are you on the strip, Nick? I'm not as confident as I was last time. Obviously, this um, the resting has come out and pretty much Waller's pretty much come forward and said this horse is is better after coming back fresh. So I don't know. I'm not as confident as last time, like I said, but um. I think $2.35 is a pretty fair price and anything lower, I probably would have stayed away from a betting perspective, but I think it's pretty, pretty decent, but yeah. So, so you're saying that it's not a moral. 
this time? I'm not saying it's a moral. It's not a moral. With, oh, okay. with Last Crusader in this race as well, and it's pretty much a mini Everest in this race, it, it can't be a oh, moral yeah. against this field. It was mostly a moral based off who it was racing last time. Like trekking being trekking and wild ruler, two horses that just haven't shown anything really. Just that's why it was a moral last time. But this time I just can't be a moral, but my money will be with it. Yeah, well, I like it. I like the where you're coming from, but call me crazy. I'm not going to be on the strip. I'm instead going with lost and running. Uh, it's a horse that has a lot of anticipation around it going to the Everest because it, uh, it's relatively inexperienced compared to the big time group level horses. I only had, I think, a seven starts, but six of those starts have been very strong wins. So um, it's going to go into this mini Everest, as we said, with um, it needs a lot to prove. Needs to prove to punters, needs to prove to trainers, uh, needs to prove to the world that it can hang with these sort of horses. Otherwise, it might go into the Everest at like a $41 starting price. But if it comes in here and shows a good run, it could certainly be a knockout hope for the Everest. So um, $10 to win. $2.45 to place. Sounds really good for me. John O'Shea seems to be loving it. So if he backs it in and if he's willing to put it in here and, you know, risk being shown up before the big race, I'm uh, confident to back that level of confidence in. So uh, each way on lost and running for me. Big call that. That's a big call. Big call. Massive call. But, uh, yeah, I just think that... Uh, it's got what it takes and I really hope that it uh, comes out and it might not win, you know, like you said, the strip might run away with it, but all I'm looking for this horse going in the Everest is a nice strong showing, hopefully getting into the money and potentially might have my bet for the Everest in a month's time. But uh, just there's that strong running on strong run on Saturday, but uh, we move on race nine, 2000 meters. The, uh, the tempo should be real slow for this one. I think Intent and Taika Mochi are the ones to go forward. The rest of the field to hang in the midfield. Uh, she's ideal is just hanging for a win after it was just so close in the wing stakes. But uh, now it's back to the group three. It'll probably get its best chance to win this spring in this start. Um, I'm going to be with Montefilia instead, though. The young man looks to be in for a real, real good prep. Uh, resumed nicely in the Kelmsford and ran a uh, nice race. It was wide with cover and then uh, peeled even wider from the field. And I uh, finished off nice and strong. And I think it came third behind Think It Over. And Think It Over is, of course, in the group one. So that's great form for that. And uh, it's a horse that's actually going to try and target a Caulfield Cup start and hopefully a Caulfield Cup win. So if it's got that sort of dreams for this prep, it really needs to have a strong showing here and should be winning if it wants to be in that sort of race. So at $4.80 to win, I'm keen to see how Montefilia goes. Yeah, it's going to be intense for me. Uh, better suited to this distance and a better chance here at the 2,000 metres. Um, so, yeah, Timmy yes. Clark knows the horse very well. And at $23 and $8 for a place, I'm licking my lips. So, yeah, intense for me. Head on to the last uh, 1,100 metres. Another hard race to pick with 20 horses in this race. And my money would usually be with Hulk. However, barrier draw looks pretty, pretty hard for such a short distance race my money's going to have to be with the shake here almost beat selbro's last start and with brock ryan who's absolutely flying right now reckon this horse paying 15 dollars and four dollars for a place is insane my money will be on the shake for the last lovely look out ladies and gentlemen cashy is going wide in the last he's not backing a favorite 
He's not just a favourite backer. He likes a good roughie as well. It's going to have to be the face for me. $17 to win, $4.80 to place. For a horse that has such a great amount of speed combined with such a large rail, I'm shocked that it's at such a huge price. Likes to cut out of the ground as well. And it's also never missed the placings at this distance, Nick. So I, uh, I think it's going to run absolutely super first up. Might take the lead and might just run away with them. Getting that little tailwind. And zoom, it'll go down the straight. The face for me. So uh, that wraps up the Wand Rick rundown. Let's head into the great tip-off. Nico, before we begin, let me ask you something. Do you reckon you're any good at fantasy sports? You bet I am, mate. Well, with Draft Stars, you can get off the bench and into the game. Play for fun or play for cash as you compete against other sports fans across Australia for huge prize pools, with some even going upwards of $10,000. That sounds like free money to me. Well, it's not exactly free money, my friend, but if you fancy yourself a bit of a fiend for anything fantasy sports related, whether it's horse racing, AFL, NRL, cricket, NBA, or whatever sport of your choosing, you can head to draftstars.com.au and start playing now. The details are in the show notes or in our Instagram bio. Click the link, sign up today. Tell them the mock voice sent you and start winning big on Draft Stars. So, ladies and gentlemen, it's going to be the great tip-off. As we said at the start of the program, spring is really in the air. It's starting to take off. We actually have two races to discuss this week, Nick. We've got the George Main in Sydney and the Sir Rupert Clark in Melbourne. Uh, well, I think we're both going to be on the same horse in the George Main. Who have you got and why, Nick? Yeah, very elegant here. Just going to be fitter for this race, obviously. Not real, nothing, nothing really sticking out to me that can beat very elegant. Maybe, maybe think it over, but still, I reckon very elegant, still class above. Think it over here, colding as well, maybe, but it's going to be a soft track as well. Very elegant should storm it in, I think. I just, there's not really much to say about it, to be honest. Very elegant will have my money as well. Uh, yeah, that's for sure. The big VE, everyone should know by now that. Very elegant. We'll definitely be taking my money. Uh, we'll come back with a vengeance here after its uh, first up loss. And yeah, like you said, soft track, fitter for the race. Everywhere I look at it, I just don't see the big girl losing. So very elegant will also be my tip for the George Main. So uh, the big one that we need to discuss, Nick, because this one's more open, the, the Sir Rupert Clark down at Caulfield. Uh, my, my goodness, Nick, it's, for me, it's like choosing a favourite child. Behemoth and Probabil, that's the question. Who does Cashy side with? Two of my favourite horses going around the tracks at the moment. Closes out who I like to call my golden trio with Very Elegant as my three favourite horses. Um, but, you know, I'm going to have to go with Probabil. And, you know, people might like to say, oh, she's a mare. She's going up against the big boys. She's not going to get it done. I'll tell you what, do your research, punters. She's beaten the boys on multiple occasions. So she's up to the task. She's going to uh, absolutely take it to the boys, so that's no problem. Um, she's undefeated at Caulfield as well, so and she loves to run second up. So everything seems to be pointing Probabil's way, except for the fact that there could be some rain around on the day. That might certainly take her out of it. Uh, I think any, any more than three, four mils of rain might take her out of it because she's never won on anything better than good. Bone dry deck, I reckon Pompeville wins this by a length, but the rain certainly brings the other horses into it. But I just think that uh, Pompeville is a class above and will ride it all the way to the win. 
$5 to win on the money, probably for me in the tip-off. Nick? Yeah, I weighed up between two different horses here and two, one that's pretty pretty up there that most people will be backing, but one that's a bit outside chance here is I'm Thunderstruck. Really? I was going to go with I'm Thunderstruck until the barrier draw of barrier 17. Not, not too keen on it, to be honest, but yeah, Behemoth's going to have my money. Just a big boy running in the two wins this prep just look so nice and yeah it's going to be going to be my money here as well behemoth at five dollars fifty i think it'll be a good good bet as well as my tip for the tip off lovely stuff you've got some ground to make up so uh if you get up maybe you can catch up i think i'm starting to pull away i think i'm two points up is it or three you don't want to go a whole race behind me otherwise you might not be able to catch me throughout the spring but uh, that was the great tip-off. Oh, that was the great tip-off. We moved to the Around the Grounds tips. Uh, just the one for me at Caulfield. I think Alpine Edge in the fourth at $4.80. It's a good price to have. It's been kind to me in the past, apart from last start, where it lost by an absolute risker and uh, was pretty painful because it cost me an absolute mammoth multi, Nicholas. But uh, losing by one leg is just the Gold Coast uh, in the fourth there as well. Bit of a spoiler, the move. It's uh, not a prediction. It's a spoiler. $2 to win. It uh, should find this one nice and easy, I believe. So that's me for Around the Grounds. Yeah, I've got two here. So race one at Caulfield, the Gouch, $4.80. And I'm not much reasoning behind it, to be honest. I just, I just like the look of this horse and think that um should be starting as favourite. But, yeah, it's it's a bit overs for me. So $4.80 is a pretty good price. I'll get on it pretty early because it'll come come in on race day. Um, race three, Heresy at $2.50. Best horse in that race. Just depends if Jockey and the horse perform on the day. Yeah, but those two in a multi is pretty good for me. So that, those are my two picks for around the grounds. Lovely stuff. All right, we move on to the Quaddy. Yet to hit one. But we will get there. It just seems to always be a one-legger as, you know, it's the mock way, it seems. But uh, in the first leg, race seven at Randwick, we've got a very elegant and we think that's winning. But like we said in the tip-off, there are a couple such as Think It Over and Colding. We're just going to be safe. Chuck them in the quaddy as well. So the big VE, Think It Over and Colding in race seven. Who have we got in race eight, Nick? For some reason, you got lost and running here in Rothfire when we only need the strip. But yeah, we've gone oh. with our for race eight. We've gone with Lost and Running, Rothfire, Nature Strip, obviously, and Master Crusader. Who do we have for race nine? Race nine, we've got Montefilia, She's Ideal, and Tent and Spirit Ridge. And the last, we have the Face Equation and the Shake. It's a bit. Of, that's probably the one we're going to lose on, just because it's very hard to pick. But if it gets up, it'll be an absolute fortune. Oh, that's for sure. The, the amount of value in that will be a great, great payback there because $50 will get you 34%. And with the amount of value that could be going around, should be a nice return on that if we can somehow get this quality up. But uh, that's the podcast for this week. Uh, before we sign off, I just want to say a huge thank you to everyone helping us hit 1,000 all-time streams on the podcast from uh, back in the Mock Racing Club days, now to the Quaddy Potty days. Really means a lot. And uh, hopefully we can take this momentum Turn it into some huge things in the next year for the Mock Boys. Bring uh, lots of great content to you, to listeners. So, yeah, just a massive thank you. We love you. Continue to engage with the content. Like us, share us, subscribe to us, download the podcast, give us a five-star rating while you're at it. 
Uh, it only helps us grow. Anything else you want to say to listeners, Nick? Yeah, big thanks to everyone for the 1,000 streams. That's pretty huge. Um, yeah, cheers, everyone. We'll see you guys next week. Yes, and remember, everybody, gamble responsibly. Oh, Crohn's getting a split.